This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. I'm dancing, Dave. I'm dancing. I'm dancing because the Chiefs, where are you going? What's up? It's a Wednesday. Bostonian versus the book. I'm in a good damn mood today, Dave. How are you? I'm great. Uh, we we make these plans. We do the show every day. We start at 10. At 9.57, Tyreek Hill gets <laughs> traded officially from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. And we go, all right, scrap it all. Here we go. We got, we, we got stuff to talk about. But like every day, the NFL, like free agency, every day. Every day, they got to be something. The How hell's the going stuff? on around here? You know, How like about the, the stuff they gave up? <laughs> the they meme. gave up a lot. <laughs> the meme's great. The hell's going on around here? <laughs> what know. the actual F is this league? Going? This is insanity. I, what I, are the Chiefs doing? I, I mean, this know. is... I, I guess this is a good move for the Dolphins. I guess. Do they what? have offensive line help? Like, no. Seriously. Like, it don't matter how fast Tyreek Hill is or how much he can get open if they can't get him the ball because Tua's running for his life or getting hit all the time. Devontae Adams is a Raider and Tyreek Hill is a Dolphin. What is going on? What's Good point. What's next? Oh, my goodness. It's $120 million. It's a four-year deal for $120 million, and they got five draft picks for a wideout. We talk about this all the time. When a wideout gets hurt, Dave, how much does a wideout actually move the point spread? None. Like half a point, right? Nothing. Maybe Maybe half a point. Maybe. 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 Quarterbacks are a point, point and a half. Depending on who a little bit more than that, depending who the backup is, it can be six. Okay. You know, if if it's a big drop off, it actually moves the, it's still the only position on the field that it moves the point spread. My Goodness gracious. Yeah. So if you're the Dolphins today, do you feel like you've gotten somebody who will be a a season changer? Like, does this give you pause on the Dolphins in terms of win totals? Does this mean they you readjust on their win totals? I mean, this is good because it's before the draft. Okay. You know, you have time as an odds maker to take it in and see what they're going to do. I mean, they have to get protection. You know, they, they have to get help to keep Tua upright and with enough time to throw him the ball. All of that being said, they're still not the best team in their division. No, I, I don't put them above the Patriots. The Patriots, still, the Patriots still better than the Dolphins. You, this doesn't even make them the same. No, I mean, not, no. Harry Kill was a difference maker. That entire organization is a mess. 
it's a you've a first year head coach coming in. You've got a former coach accusing the owner of paying him to lose. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> you forgot, you forgot about all that drama, right? This is not <laughs> Brian Flores being defensive minded guy. He needs some offense to help him. This is a whole damn new team, basically. Yes. 2022 first round pick, a 2022 second round pick, a 2022 fourth round pick, as well as a fourth and a sixth in the 2023 NFL draft. Does the salary cap even matter anymore? I mean, no. that's a lot of money. Like, it's how do they do this? 72.2 million. He is the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. <laughs> Who was your quarterback? <laughs> Tua? Uh, I, I was a, I, this is ah uh, I don't know I mean Tyreek Hill has looked really good with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. Well, looked really good at Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, but Patrick Mahomes is not throwing him the ball anymore. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Somebody like, else. Um, Do you know how happy I am right now that 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 tandem has been voluntarily broken up by Andy Reid and the Chiefs? I'm wearing this hat as a thank you. I hate this hat. This hat is garbage on my head. This is like burning on my scalp, but I'm, I'm wearing this as a thank you. You dudes just broke up the most dynamic and dangerous deep threat combo in the NFL voluntarily. Broke I it think, up. Forget about adjusting the Dolphins odds right now. I'm adjusting the Chargers. I'm adjusting the Broncos. I'm adjusting the Raiders even. Worried yeah, Devontae about- Adams into the division. Tyreek out. Tyreek Hill out. Right? <laughs> Like on your own choice, you yes. sent him. I, I I can't believe it. I just, I woke up and was doing some other things and looking at some other things. And, and literally I was, I was, why I'm wearing a DraftKings hat. I did a show with Jules today, Julie Edlow. And he threw that at me right before we were done. Hey, by the way, like, what? what? <laughs> he killed this country. traded. done. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. In his opinion, he said that makes them better than the Patriots immediately. He was like, oh, that, that Patriots aren't going to make the playoffs now. He, he said the Dolphins will take that spot. Yeah. Okay. You got to have to understand Jules is, is I love Julian. Okay. But he is in New England. He's in the muck. When you're around the darkness, you're around the negativity, yes. the Puritan self-hatred that is <laughs> Patriot fandom. Oh, that's it. That's it. Sky's over. He was mad. That's, that's it. Patriots didn't. If if, if Tyreek Hill was available, why didn't the Patriots go get him? Why that'd be a Patriots stupid move? Patriots don't need that. I, you're right. Seventy two point two million dollars for a wide receiver and five picks. And Belichick would ever give five picks for a wideout? No chance. That's what bad franchises do. This is a bad trade for the Miami Dolphins. Right? They make it makes their offense better. It gives their new head coach something to talk about. It gives a new weapon. I mean, he's going to give defenses, you know, a massive anxiety attack every game because he's so fast and so tough to cover. I get that on the slant routes, but you still have Tua and Tua's deep balls are, eh. Is there another move coming? For whom? For a quarterback? I mean, there's nobody left. Who who are they who are they gonna go get? They're they're Baker. done, right? I mean, it's it's Tua now. You've given him who's the other receiver? Um Tyreek Parker. Hill. Yeah. Devontae Parker. That's a pretty good tandem. Oh, it's a I'm not knocking the tandem. I'm knocking the fact that you've got I mean, we don't know at all what Mike McDaniel's going to do. Okay. 
He's coming over. He's been under Kyle Shanahan. He was with the Broncos. He's 39 years old. A part of me is kind of like, all right, are we deciding that they're going to just throw the football a lot? So you have Devontae Parker, you have Jalen Waddle, which is a very good, I mean, and now Tyreek Hill. It's a very good receiving core. The quarterback is my question. Is Mike McDaniel going to be sold on Tua? And if he's not, who's going to be the guy? I mean, I, I think this pretty much you now for Tua, there is so much pressure on him. They've got to bring somebody in. Maybe they do bring in Baker to give Tua competition. I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, because essentially Terry, I mean, Terry Kill now is the first round pick because they don't have a first round pick anymore. Jalen Waddell came in, was the sixth pick overall last year. So there's your first round pick. And Devontae Parker is a guy who was taken in the first round back in 2015. So you now have three first round pick wide receivers playing for the Miami Dolphins. Offensive line's a question. Running game is a question. Defense is still a question. In my opinion, their defense is still questionable getting after the quarterback is still a question for Miami and you have an offensive minded head coach now not a defensive minded head coach now I mean I think this is a PlayStation move this is a Madden move it is <laughs> right? you just, the, you just trade him to the Dolphins this is a Madden move <laughs> yeah the, this is a Madden move the, the, this is something you would do in Madden of like I can get Tariq Hill oh hell yeah Right. Without really looking at the long-term ramifications as to like what does the deal like this do to your franchise, what does it do to your offense? And from a chief perspective, they lost two wide receivers yesterday. So or today they lost Tariq Hill and the Raiders got the other guy. Um, who I'm blanking on the name the Raiders got. Hold on. Not Hartman. Yes. Right? Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Uh the Raiders got Dean Hartman. Um, let me see who the Raiders just signed yes signed yesterday. Um oh, he was a former chief wideout. I saw that. Um I don't know who it was. And let's see. Demarcus Robinson, sorry. Okay, okay. So they they, they found but but Demarcus Robinson was a nice little weapon for them for a one year deal. Right. So another weapon off that Chiefs team from last year. So I mean, do they think Hardman's gonna be the guy, or is it all about Kelsey? I mean, obviously, they have a very high opinion of Hartman because they just traded Tyreek Hill. Maybe they're going to draft uh, another wide receiver now. Yes, you'd assume it's a very deep wide receiver draft. But again, it's a rookie coming into the coming into your you know your your organization. Yeah, but when you got that quarterback, man, you could take them the the wide okay. receiver. Uh, you know, my guy Blewett actually posted it, and he said the value of the wide receivers is it's happening like it did with running backs a few years ago. You can get guys coming in and playing on rookie deals. Oh, I forgot about Juju. Oh, I forgot about that. Juju. Okay. I forgot about that. So that helps. So they. So I forgot. That's basically what they did. They were they're, they're replacing Juju Smith-Schuster. They're using. They're putting him instead of Tyreek Hill. So now you have Hardman, Smith Schuster, and Kelsey. I mean, that's good. Juju's, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. Juju's not that, like, he's not Hill. I guess that, you know, Hardman is will become Hill as far as right. that, you know, we're going to use him deep. We're going to use him on those quick slants, and, and Juju will be the between the, the hash marks seven yard catch. We need, you know, to third and six, he'll get the ball. 
And obviously, Kelsey's still one of the best tight ends in the game. So, I mean, I, is it that big of a drop off for you with, with now, you know, the mention of, of Juju in there? Is that big? Of, is it that big of a drop off for the Chiefs? Like, oh, they're not the favorite now in the division. All I'm going to say is what player was unguardable in the playoffs when the Chiefs had to have it? It's Tariq Hill. Against yeah. the Buffalo Bills, the dude yeah. that had to make the play had to get it. Kelsey too. Kelsey was there, right? But Tyreek Hill was that unguardable. Oh my gosh, we have to worry. We is, have to double team. Is there a drop off now from Kelsey because Tyreek Hill isn't out there? Hundred percent has to double be, team. Right? Yeah. Now you just now you can bracket him. Now it makes Smith Schuster a bigger weapon. And Hardman probably has an even bigger role in the offense. Has to. But you're still voluntarily sending your best offensive home run. Like, there's no way you're a Chief fan today and you're happy about this. There's no way. You cannot sit there and go, yep, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm i cool with this. Like, you, we voluntarily gave up Tariq Hill and brought in Smith-Schuster we won one championship. We started talking about dynasties. Went really poorly after that. This is why what the Patriots did was so difficult. This is a Patriot move. I will say this. This is a typical Patriot-esque decision. Like, and they won a Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl. And they mm-hmm. got to the AFC Championship. Ain't that? I mean, that's pretty good. No? It's not a dynasty. Dynasties are winning. I will never let Tur- I will never let Kelsey down from talking about dynasty. He won one ring and he started talking about dynasty, and it was bad from there. Yeah, you have. I haven't to, won it since. You have to talk about dynasty after the fact, not before. You have, and to- you don't get the one, and you're not the one that gets to say it. Correct. You I don't self gloss it. You don't self gloss my our dynasty is coming. Somebody no. bestows that label upon you, and you take it either humbly or not humbly, but you take it upon yourself. You don't come out. Nobody in New England ever said, welcome to our dynasty. They did after three and four years. Okay. That that was, that was the dynasty Boston globe in 2004. There was a front page dynasty because they won in 01, 03, 04. After the 2004 season, 05 championship, there was a headline that said dynasty. That's the only time Patriots ever talked about it. Right. It. It was that dynasty. So here's a question. When you look at the AFC West at the moment, yep. Now that Hill's out of the division, yep. Who has the best offense? Um Raiders can make a damn good case. I was going to I was going to say I don't want to sound like I mean, uh, you know, it's Pittsburgh behind me and it's still but like I'm in Las Vegas. Dare we say the Raiders like on paper now, granted on paper, pretty good. Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is a difference maker. Okay. But yes. Derek Carr has been a pro bowl quarterback. Yes. Derek Carr has been, if Derek, if, if you put Patrick Mahomes in, you know, the 99 rating on Madden, you can give Derek Carr like a 90. He's not like totally inept compared yes. to Patrick he's not, Mahomes. He's not 78. No, he's not like right. a joke. He's, he's a legitimate top 20 starting quarterback in the NFL new head coach in Las Vegas. Granted, I'll give you that guy with a, but not new head, to being a coach. Correct. Now, or a head coach, right? Like Mike McDaniel is he's yeah. never been a head coach before. So yeah. and he's 39. So Josh is a little older. 
Josh has a more established offense than what's going to happen in Miami, in my opinion. And I would take Derek Carr over Tua personally. So I, I, I'm, I'm more comfortable saying this. I think if you're going to rank the four quarterbacks in the division, let's start with there. Mahomes is one. Who is two? Would you rather have would you rather have Herbert Wilson or Carr? Upside Herbert. No, today, not upside. Today, like going game. into this season with an established Correct. team. Today, on the teams they're on. Correct. Because I love Herbert. I I think he has it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But Herbert's better on the Raiders. He's better on the Chiefs. He's definitely better. Um, Wilson on the Broncos, I'm not sold on. I, I, I would, I mean, it might be Derek Carr. They got the best wide receiver in the game. Devontae Adams is numero uno. Now he had, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwed him the ball, but he is still, I think the best wide receiver in the game. I take him over Hill. I do. I do too. Red, red zone threat alone. I do. Just I mean, all the stuff that he can do, I want him, and he's here. I, 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 I mean, maybe it's Carr. Then is it go Mahomes, Carr? Is Russell Wilson the lowest one in yes. this division? Yes, I would agree with that. Yes, and I like Russell. I do. I like him with Denver. I do. I like him a lot. But he's, I think he's four in the pecking order in terms of where yeah. what, what my what are my expectations for the upcoming quarterback performances he's four herbert three car two so with that stated that's where you look at okay kelsey and waller i'm not calling it a wash but it's not that far off kelsey's still better but darren waller is a damn problem for a lot of (laughs) a lot of defenses to have to stop that guy right best wide receiver on the chiefs is right now smith schuster MVS supposedly is visiting the Chiefs, according to the chat right now on YouTube. They're saying that he is visiting the Chiefs. They lost Pringle to the Bears. <laughs> so, so he's he's gone from that offense. So is Smith Schuster the best wide receiver or is it Hardman for the Chiefs? Uh I mean it's Hardman right now for me. Okay. That's for fine. Me. So it's hard. So you I would think, you would take Adams over. You would take Adams over him. Oh yeah. Right. So so then Chiefs have the better wide out. Chiefs, sorry, uh Chiefs have the better tight end. Raiders, Raiders have a better wide out. Yes. Slot receiver wise, how are you? How do you feel about Mr. Third Down Renfro? for Renfro for the Raiders? Oh, I love him. I don't like him. I love him. I, I mean, what I saw him do last year, like you want to talk about getting those tough yards being trusted to make the hard catch him and Carr have that thing working connection. Where yes. Yeah. They have the connection established. So now I'll put it on the Raiders and on Carr and Devonte to get that too, because if they get that with Redfro has that uh, Wallace got to stay off. healthy. This this often this, this conference is this division. Division is crazy. I, I mean, the Chargers have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, two, I mean, extremely talented wide receivers, guys that you would you would love to have on your team. I mean, yeah. extremely talented wideouts, and then you have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and Tim Patrick. 
they're not really bad. I, I mean, it's not bad at all. It's, it it's bad. Not, You've got some young but kids that that, yeah. that are going to work with Russell Wilson on an everyday basis. Yeah, so and get better. KJ Hamler is going to get healthy, and I mean, he's a speedster out of Penn State, so you, you, you like that kid on that offense. You've got. I mean, I again, I'm going to reiterate it. I cannot believe they sent Noah Fant packing. Still think that's one of those like you gave up him too. Yikes to Seattle. Like that's I really I liked him a lot. I like the odds AFC West at Fandle right now. Kansas yep. City's plus 150. Chargers okay. plus 240. Broncos plus 280. The Raiders are six to one. What that's, am I missing? I I mean, you have to make somebody the dog, I guess, but that seems but why why that big of a dog? I think just perception-wise, nationally, they are the fourth best team. I don't agree with it necessarily, but I think betting-wise, you have to make them that. you got to get the Raider money now. I mean, who's betting the Chiefs at that price? So let's go through this for a second. Max Crosby on one side and Chandler Jones on the other. They... They added Rockus Sin from the Colts to take to help with their cornerback issue. Morrig and Abram are still two very young and very talented safeties taken very highly in the draft, who I like. Now, the opposite corner position is definitely an issue. Travion Mullen has not played well for this team at all. Nate Hobbs has been a nice find, but he hasn't been great. The linebackers are still a little bit of a question for me. They've got to figure out what to do in the draft and take a linebacker. That's where I think they should definitely look to use their first, or I guess they traded away their second round pick on, on a linebacker. But to be six to one, like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It's, it, I mean, you have to make somebody of a four-team market, you have to make somebody kind of an outlier price, whether it's a really heavy favorite or really enticing dog to keep the prices fair and the hold percentage at a, at a fair number. I mean, you don't have to do anything, but that's kind of how you price these things out. So you have very close prices in the first three and then an outlier in there. Go to the AFC East. The bills are minus 180. Okay? That's right. Right yeah. now. I agree. Then the Patriots and the Dolphins are the same price at four to one. And then you have the Jets at 20 to one. And you can't write a single bet on the Jets to win that division. No matter what price you make it, nobody's betting the Jets. So now you have a three-way market, essentially. They made the Dolphins the same price as the Patriots. Do you think the the Jets or the Chiefs leaked the talks with the Jets? Because Adam Schefter's reporting, the Jets trade offer for Tariq Hill that Casey would have accepted if the wideout had opted for New York included a first round pick, but or did not include a first round pick, but rather multiple picks that were commiserate with dolphins offer based on the draft value chart that teams use. So the chiefs offer, I, mean, I don't even know what the hell you meant. With all the that. Jets, that, was, that was way high level thinking. Okay, yeah. Barry, you're going to have to help me with that. I don't <laughs> the Jets included a, the fourth and 10th pick overall, according to Mike Garofalo of this if, draft. Yes. If Tariq Hill had chosen them, they would have had him and still uh, and still had to use two. Oh, sorry, did not include. Excuse me. The Jets offer did not include the fourth and the tenth. 
So they would have had him and still two for two top 10 picks to use if they had gotten Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah. is this, I mean, our, our guy, and I agree with this, Todd Furman just tweeted this. The pressure is officially on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. It's his I mean, team it's now. Two or two. Is it not? I mean, it's, it, I think, it's, I, I think the, I think the fire is bore, burning under two his feet at the moment. Yeah. I mean, this is, he, he is on the hot seat, you know? Yeah. This is it. This is make or break for Tua. No 100%. doubt. No. Now there's no excuses. Hell no. This is it. We got you tools. We're going to get you linemen. You, th- this is it. You got to be able to throw the ball. Um, Do you think they're doing this? I, I always look at sinister, like, I'm always looking for the alternative. Like, what's the other angle? What's the other reason why the Dolphins would do this? Like, are the Dolphins doing this to stop the conversations about what happened with their former coach? (laughs) I mean, this doesn't seem like a smart move to me. This just doesn't seem intelligent. Like to the Jets, it's intelligent. The Jets need something to talk about. Jets suck. (laughs) So the Jets Jets are going through a full-blown rebuild. Dolphins, it, does, it doesn't make the Dolphins better at all, in your opinion? Of course it does. But long-term, with how much money in, in hey, draft capital. Hey, thinking about long-term, though, more. The Rams the Dolphins, just did it. They don't yeah, care but, about yeah. the long-term anymore. You think the Dolphins are one player away from winning it all? No, but they might. They no, might go, oh, there's look, no look, way. Mike McDaniel, there's no way Mike McDaniel's walking in 39 years old, being the egghead that he is, looks at his team and says, Yep, we are one player away from winning it he all. He may not, but the owner may. That owner's crazy. That was my point. Steven, that's my whole point. Steven Ross wants to change the conversation. If you don't like the conversation, change the topic. Now we're changing the topic. Well, that's so what's happening not, for sure. Right? So now yeah. I I'm just saying, I'm always looking for reasons like. I can't fully justify this football wise as being like, this is an intelligent decision for a team trying to win a championship. Given what the AFC looks like, given the division that they play in. I mean, how much does this close the gap with Buffalo? I don't know. Not much much. to me. I don't think so either. So now you've invested five draft picks and $72 million guaranteed to a wide receiver for four years. (laughs) Like it's just a lot it's just a lot. I mean, I, I'm just, it's just a lot of money to me. It's, it's just a lot to go ahead and give this to a player where I don't think it's like, Oh, there it is. Dolphins are going to win it all. It's the same thing with the chiefs and Devonte Adams. I understand that point. It's the same situation where you have a team that's trying to become one of the it teams and you have a chance to get a player who is of the upper echelon of but offensive the Raiders weapons. are a better team. I would the agree with that. Starting point is here with the Raiders, and they went here. I agree. The starting point with the Dolphins is down here. How do they? I mean, this doesn't it raises them a little, yes, but I mean, easier division. I will. I will say to play devil's advocate, easier division in the AFC East. So we got people listening to the show, watching the show from all over the country. Like, how do how do yep. Dolphins feel? fans feel right now are they super right now excited? it's it's like it's it's celebratory jump up and down we just won something like it's there's no way dolphin fans aren't psyched about this it's just the it's the aftermath it's the party at the club in vegas <laughs> and you wake up the next morning and you're like oh what did i do what did i do <laughs> <laughs> look at the bank statement and you're like oh no what did i do what was that that's that's what this is. Okay. Ooh. Today, 
today they're in the midst of of the of the bass drop and the confetti and the smoke show and the jumping up and down and the table girl and everything else like this is they're in the midst of of, of all of this they wake up in a month and go wait we gave up how many for how many picks what wait uh what do we need oh we need an offensive line still Ooh, uh-oh what are we gonna do about that <laughs> i don't know i this is Again, I think the mentality changed. With the, I don't know if the Rams did anybody any justice, but crazy owners believe they can make a move or two and go salvage picks in the future a year or two down the line. Ah, we don't need those. We're gonna we're, we're going for it right now. And then you do, and like you said, you wake up in the morning and you look at the statement. Your head's pounding. You were at the club all night, and you go, "What did I do?" It you hurts. go nine and eight, and you're like, "Ah." Uh... Uh oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I, look, it, it, maybe it's a Patriot fan, you know, part of my brain that always, always looked at these things, and I'm always going, "All right, does this make you a one-year contender, or does it make you a long-term contender?" You have a weapon. There's no debate. But football injuries happen, and Hill gets hurt a lot, a lot. So if Hill's hurt for half the year, hypothetically, I know you can say, "Well, you can't, you know, judge that." I get it, but he does miss multiple games every single year. It's pretty yeah. much. What happens? He missed. He got hurt in a in the game where he was doing those jump catches, right? In the pregame? Yes. Was it the playoff game he got hurt doing that? <laughs> he was warming up and he got hurt. So, like, he's a small guy. And maybe the Chiefs are saying, look it, we don't think this guy's best days are ahead of him. Best days are behind him. And it's a calculated, we're going to trade him one year too early than one year too late. You know Patriots have done it for years. After today. What? You know who looks smart after today? Oh, Brady and Rogers were staying in the NFC. Oh, hundred percent. Without a doubt. There's no debate that this can't be this. This AFC is going to be must watch television every single week. All this stuff going on. Yeah. And you got those two going, I'll see you in the NFC championship. We'll do it one more time. Pretty much. Now the Panthers are restructuring a lot of guys contracts, including Christian McCaffrey today. And they're trying to wiggle, trying to get some money available to go make a couple of big splashes. They wanted Watson. They're not getting Watson. The best tweet I saw in a long time was Aaron Wilson, who covers the NFL for the Houston Chronicle last night, tweeted, there is mutual disinterest between Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) That's the most creatively crafted tweet there is mutual disinterest right. in the two in the two sides. I was like, that is phenomenal. That's so the thought right is, there. it's a great line. So the thought is maybe they go for Jimmy Garoppolo, but everybody's forgetting one thing, including me until last night when I started digging down deep into it. They owe Sam Darnold. I think it's 22 million next year. Oh, they, if you remember, they, they picked up his, oh. they picked up the fifth year on Sam Darnold when they traded him from the jets, it was a two year deal and they picked up that extra dollars. So technically Sam Darnold can be the starting quarterback next year for the Panthers. Cause they're paying him to be the starting quarterback next year to be the Panthers. So that hurts unless they can find someone to take Sam Darnold off their hands. And Sam would be a backup quarterback somewhere in the NFL. I mean, I think the Patriots would probably take him enough for that much money, but I know Belichick's been somewhat high on, on Darnold, but I'd be curious to see if they're going to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo because that is the last piece. Because if we do see Baker on the move, 
there's really, I mean, Seattle is the the one spot everybody is speculating for Baker. So let's put him in into into the. They got to be drafting a quarterback, whether it's hundred percent or Malik. They got to be drafting one of them. I think the hundred percent they're drafting a quarterback. So, but let's say they do get a trade done and they could bring in Baker Mayfield for one year to play with Seattle. Well, now Garoppolo is going where? There's only one place he can go, and that's to the Panthers. And so, what is it? A draft day trade? Is it, I don't know. I don't think what, what, what I'm getting at is I don't think we're done with the, with the, the like, oh my gosh, trades and crazy moves. How can we be? We just wake up on another day. Somebody does yeah. something like this. Like it's just, this is nuts. What's going on. The music's still playing for this musical chairs of quarterbacks. Yes. I mean, Matt Ryan, the ink's not dry on Matt Ryan going to the Indianapolis Colts and, and like, if you've been asleep during the off season, not paying attention to the NFL, you're going to wake up in August and be like, what the holy wait, that guy is there. And that guy, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The number of high level, a list NFL talent that has been either traded or has left to go somewhere else via free agency has been re- remarkable. It's yes. been ridiculous. Yes. And, and it's happening all before the draft mm. and, I think the draft will will have so much. I mean, it's here, so maybe I'm a little biased. And and me and you were talking about you know a bunch of people being here and all kinds of things. Who knows what we're going to do or where we're going to be doing it? But it's going to have some more chutzpah huh. behind it, even more. With somebody's going to make a move <laughs> to move up, down, trade some other guy. It, there's 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 the music still playing. We ain't even close to being done. So let, let's just go through this real quick, okay? Jaguars are drafting first. It's our first time really doing this, but let's just, for, for fun of where we are right now. Jaguars are drafting first. Yeah, Most likely taking defense, you would agree? Offensive line or defense? Offensive line or defense, uh, yeah. Okay. Lions at number two. Quarterback? God, no. I don't think. Didn't they go get golf to be the quarterback right now? Okay. But I'm saying to for next yeah, development. I, I don't think they're taking a quarterback. Not at number two. They got to just draft more linemen. I think they go defensive linemen. Okay. Headline story in today's athletic is Malik Willis becoming a draft reality for the Lions at number two. So just put that. It's all smoke screen season. All lies. Everything is misdirection and BS. So you can't buy anything. But at least from the athletic so report this morning, right? So they're trying to get that that steamroller going, and then some. Correct. To trying to there. whoever likes Willis to get them at nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, he won't be there when we need him. Right. What do we do? We, we got. We right. have to come up. We have to go up and get him, and give up something. Yeah. So that's how I I agree. I, I read that, but maybe they would take up at number two. Texans are three. Who the hell knows what they're doing? I was just going to say, you Who can the hell give knows. me, I try to make a market for what position they're going to pick. No I idea. Everywhere. No idea. Yeah, anyone. Best on the board, whatever they, whatever they like. Right. Jets are four. The Giants pick at five and seven in between the, the, the Panthers at number six. Ooh. Falcons are at eight. Seahawks are at nine. Jets are at 10. There is a chance, Dave, that those top 10 picks and it's probably right now, I would say it's the favorite that we don't have a single quarterback drafted in the top 10. Oh, it's very possible. It's very, very possible. Very and possible. that is like, 
wow. <laughs> Unheard of, <laughs> we, right? For, yeah, for we, don't, we don't normally right have that. Yeah. So the question then is, if you're a team that's a quarter, if you're the Seahawks at nine, do you just trade back and say, okay, we're going to go ahead and grab somebody later, you know, later in the first round, end of the first round, because we think a quarterback is going to be there. And that's, I mean, I'd be very curious to see how this whole thing plays out because so many teams have multiple picks in the first round. Right. Giants have two. Jets have two. When's Eagles have a pick. Uh, Jets have, I just have four ten. and 10. Four, four and 10. And, ten. and the Eagles Giants have, have five and seven. Yep. And the Eagles have 15, 16, 19. Wow. <laughs> Eagles go on a run. And then you've got, uh, let's see, who, who else has They're 100% taking a wide receiver with one of those three picks. Eagles? Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, let's see, who else has two? Anybody? Oh, Lions have two. Lions draft number two and number 32. So okay. they have two. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how many teams have multiple first round picks in the draft this year. Wow. I didn't really realize that. So you just said it. That's, uh, yeah, it's because of all the crazy. trades that, that have been made and, you know, future deals. And, um, oh, this is reason number 1.18. Oh, Falcons, too. Sorry. Falcons, too. Falcons have two first round picks. Falcons, eight and 13. I'm so glad I'm not in the room booking this stuff right now. <laughs> Trying to figure out who's drafting what position. You got to put up all these markets and now it's tough. Got multiple picks. So you put up, you know, they need a wide receiver, but they know they can get the wide receiver with the second, right? Pick, three picks later. So they draft this guy and they're, they trade this thing. Man, it's going to be nuts. Like, like the draft information, it's going to get leaked out, let alone. So now, man. so now the Chiefs, now the Chiefs have two first round picks. Not till the back end of the draft, though, right? 29 and 30. Back-to-back picks. Like a fantasy draft. Nobody has back-to-back picks yeah. in the real draft. They have back-to-back picks? Back-to-back first-round picks for the Chiefs because they have the Dolphins pick now. So let's count it here. So the Jets, the Giants, One, two, the Falcons, three, the Eagles, who have three, uh, the Chiefs, Five teams have two picks or more Multiple picks wow. in the first round of a 32 pick draft. That's crazy. <laughs> it really is nuts. It's going to make Thursday very weird, to be honest, because it's going to be dominated by those five teams. Correct. What do they do? Because so many, so many fan bases, team, you, know, they, you know, they won't have a first round pick. So, you know, how now nah, it's, it's the draft they'll come but like i don't think i don't think you're even done like those teams now have two they can trade one they can correct trade i i think it does mean you're right i think it does mean we'll have a very active trade day yeah on, uh, on thursday very active trades going on man oh man up and down teams that can yeah. package yes and go up i mean if you're right. the eagles and if you're the eagles and you like somebody a lot you take 15 and 16 and you go up to two to three Say hey, hey, you know, um, instead of the oh the lions, sorry, six lions, forget about the lions, six teams, six teams wow. have two picks or more. <laughs> wow, six teams. So of a league of thirty-two teams, six of them control the control two or more picks yeah. in the draft, and one of them's got 20%. three. Yeah, that's twenty. So it does. It's a one-sided Thursday night. Will be a one-sided, heavy, heavy one-sided draft. With numerous teams not 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 picking anything. 
to me, it just leads to more uncertainty. Maybe the books will have a shot at actually booking the draft stuff because it, it's usually it's a dead loser. It's one of right. the what's one of the couple of days where you're going in just hoping you can come close to breaking even because the information is better than the numbers. It's one of the few things I can say that for confidently over yeah. the years where it was like, man, just 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 keep us afloat. Let's try to break even was was the the term we used. And um, it's going to be a lot of uncertainty. There's going to be a lot of things happening for that draft. All right, let's talk to the NBA. What the hell just happened with the Warriors in the Heat? Is Steph <laughs> out again for sure? It's this number. This number was minus seven twenty minutes ago. Oh my! Miami minus ten now. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was seven twenty minutes ago. Yes, it was. Now it's minus 10 for the Miami Heat. Minus seven, minus eight, minus nine and a half, minus 10. Nobody knows what to make that number. I guess this is the punt from Golden State tonight. They lost Orlando last night. Now they're going to sit everybody? Must be. Must must be sitting the whole crew. Draymond out too? I don't know. They, they They must be. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to s- listen. They said it the other night. One of them said it in the post game. Two or yep, three. Here we go. Two minutes ago, Warriors arresting Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Otto Porter in Miami tonight. <laughs> They're arresting everyone. Uh, so Steph's out, Thompson's out, Green's out, Porter Jr.'s out. They're essentially sending a you know what? You know what happened. This is such a bunch of BS. You know what happened? They all, they all, they all went to South Beach last night. They all got in. Quick little flight over. <laughs> Speculating. They all got in, and they all just, they all just were told, you know, hey, Steve, can we not? Can we have the night off? Can we have tomorrow off? Can we just go out? <laughs> we, we, we need a, an R and R night in South Beach. Can you just let us go out? <laughs> yep. Go ahead. We'll sit, everybody. We could have used the win in Orlando first, though. No, uh, would, you know the yeah, Magic won yesterday at home. Um, they didn't wow, have to cover. Everyone go to Golden State and sit everybody. This will be the game they'll cover. Watch. This is a hard number. Like it, what G point? League, right? Yeah, team the, going the tonight. Heater coming off another loss, right? Yes. This, this is perfect. This number will climb. It's ten right now. It's not even 11 o'clock in the morning, our time. The game doesn't tip uh, until what time? Is it a late? Four, our time. Miami, 440, our time. Yeah. It'll probably close 11. Yeah. Yeah. Total dog steam. <laughs> Interesting. So wait and take that. What do you make of dogs? What do you make of Memphis? No jaw at home tonight, catching one and a half from Brooklyn. It's a tough <sighs> number. It is a tough number. I'm so I'm not anti Brooklyn. I mean, with their full, but they're on the road, right? Yeah, so Kyrie's playing, but shouldn't they? Shouldn't Brooklyn be a bigger favorite than no. one and a half? No? no, no, because you don't, you don't have Bain's to give good, away but... Memphis with a higher number. They're going to bet Brooklyn anyway, and no jaw. They're going to bet Brooklyn more. Yeah, so why not raise the number on Brooklyn? Shouldn't it be two, three and a half, four. Nah, this is the Memphis wins. Memphis wins this game. 
Yeah, that's what this number is telling me. Yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Because we got KD, Harden, and Kyrie all in, right? I would think so. I haven't looked. So I've been looking at this basketball. I know, but I, I mean, I, I think they're all in. That number tells me that they're all in, or at least yeah. they think they're all in. They're road favorites to a pretty good home team in Memphis. Yep. Um, I think this will be a great, another one of those indicator tests for me, for Memphis. You're playing okay. without your guy, Jaw, and you got Brooklyn, who's playing literally to get out of the nine seed. Like they're in the nine spot right now. Brooklyn can't give away games. You're going to get Brooklyn's best effort. This one looks way too easy. If you were to bet it, Brooklyn, mm. I would book it. I'd say Memphis wins the basketball game. Interesting. Yep. All right. Our prop.com story of the day. You guys can go read this on props.com. Interesting article out this morning. Headline NBA betting dimes. Can the Celtics win the finals? Three Ooh. best title futures. Suns plus 350. Uh-huh. Bucks at plus 700. Uh-huh. Boston Celtics at 16 to 1 uh-huh. at home tonight, laying four and a half points to the Utah Jazz, by the way. But what do you make of Boston here at 16 to 1? Is there value in a team that I'm too close to? <laughs> I'm just too close to this. Okay. I, I, my first reaction to this is no, not happening. But the numbers kind of say otherwise, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, they say otherwise. I just clicked Fandle right now. It's 11 to 1 at Fandle. Oh, so we had some big steam from the last time. Oh, it was 16 to 1 last night. Well, somebody bet it. I think, well, no, you're going to see volatility. You're going to see a lot different numbers on the Celtics right now. Okay. Well, DraftKings is still 16 to 1, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, Fandle is the market low. Fandle is the market low right now. Okay. So you can see this, and we talked about it on the sly while we were sitting in a book watching the games with the boys. Celtics right now are the hardest team, like for odds makers and stuff, to get a, a handle on. You keep making a number, and they just keep blowing by it. They keep winning daily. So now in the futures, what do you do? You got You can't move it down low enough where you're not going to get any bets on the Celtics, but you don't want to give away too much because I told you and Julia both and anyone else from Boston to listen, Celtics are the best team in basketball right now, at least in the East. As good as anybody. As good as anybody. I know you keep shaking your head. They're as good as anybody. So, yes, I think it has some value at 16 to 1. If they get a home series, they can get home court they can get the number two seed in the. Can they East. beat Milwaukee? <sighs> That's the can they beat Giannis in the playoffs know. over a seven game series? Tell me that. Tell me yes, and I'll buy in and I'll bet this tonight. You you tell me that Boston can beat the Milwaukee Bucks in a playoff series. Forget the Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the team that gives you a pause, right? I don't know. 100%. I, that's that's the team. You're right. My answer um, is no. My answer is they cannot do it. They can't stop Giannis. They don't have anyone who can handle that dude. They don't, but what if they do that thing where they, you know, let Giannis get his and okay. no one else? 
Like I would, I would love it, but you have Holiday and you've got Middleton that burn Boston all the time. True. So that's the problem is that they don't they the Bucks are the defending champs for a reason because they have if you want to do that defense of hey go get yours Giannis he may get fifty a night on you and then what, what if, do you do what if somebody else can take out the Bucks like the Nets well then okay all right and then the matchup comes where you get Celtics Nets or I mean you know. Newbie's my guy and everything, and the Sixers are fun, and I really enjoy watching them. But I'm telling you right now, if the Celtics played the Sixers, the Celtics are going to win that series. They just right. – they're in their head. Al Horford's a huge addition for Boston against Embiid. Hey. It's the same thing that happened in the playoffs a bunch of years ago when they had add Al, Al, and then he went to Philly. We were like, what are you doing? You're our secret weapon against Embiid, and now you're with Philadelphia, and he comes back. Yeah. Al Horford was brought back to beat Embiid. That's why they brought him back was for that defensive series that he will do on Embiid. And then you have Harden up against Marcus Smart. Maxi could be the difference maker. I mean, if he, keeps, he plays like he did the other night. True. But that's how Boston will match up against Philadelphia. They match up very well against Philly. Yeah, I on, mean... On the flip side, there's nobody on Philly who can handle Tatum. No. They can't guard, they can't guard Tatum. It's so. right now in the East, it's Nets then Bucks, then Sixers, then Heat, and then Celtics. The Bulls, a distant next. Mm. Yeah, and then everyone else after that, like the, the the Cavs, an afterthought, the Raptors, an afterthought. There's nobody else, but the top of the East is is right there. Can the Celtics win the finals? I think they can right now. If you're asking me, yes, I think it's worth a shot. Conference worth a shot i'll say this if i've seen a lot of improbable boston championships in my life okay i've seen 2004 red sox i've seen 2001 patriots oh no what are you doing right now if this boston celtics team wins the nba championship it's in the conversation for the most unlikely championships in my life Given the competition, Bostonian versus the book, this can't happen. This can't happen. This, this, this will be up there in terms of like my level of (laughs) shit talking. If Boston wins this championship, if this happens, like I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to add to this. Like this is gonna, (laughs) this is gonna need to have. I mean, I'm gonna need a shamrock. I'm gonna need a shamrock on it. So, so I, I I need. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put something on my arm. For this, if, if that were to happen, like oh, I've got my city on my arm, <laughs> but if this Boston Celtics team beats in the era of LeBron, in the era of Giannis, in the era of the Nets with three superstars, if this with with Odoka being nearly run out of town by me and everybody else with Boston, yes, the dude turns around and goes from complete in total punching bag in the month of December. To NBA champion in June, dear Lord, really? I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have no idea what I would do. If th- th- this would be on like Kevin Garnett. Anything's possible is ringing in my ear. Oh God. And, like, One of like, the best sound bites of all time. That, yes. I love that. I, like that's, I use that all the time. 2008. Like that was the moment he was desperate for he, validation for his hall of fame career. And he got it. 24 years old. 
Jason Tatum is 24 years old. Oh no. <laughs> drawing parallel. Oh no. I'm just saying if he wins, if he wins one at 24, where is he at 27 when his prime is going like Boston? This was like the long-term plan that never was supposed to be. Danny Ainge was never going to let these kids mature to who they were going to be because he wanted to win right away. And now he, he was forced to do it. He had no choice, but to keep both guys to keep Brown and keep Tatum and build around them. And they hired Brad, Brad Stevens. And Brad took them to two or three Eastern Conference finals. Couldn't get over yeah. the hump. Brad's going upstairs. Boston made a couple of decent moves. And now the kids are growing up. And oh, Tatum, right before everybody's eye. And again, I'm too close to it. I can't see it because I keep on betting against them going, this is not real. Like this is just, they're not this good. This is, they're going to fall on their face because they were so bad in December. So where's your it. aha moment like where is it gonna take where you're like okay i just got it are this i group. just got it they yeah this road trip was the aha oh my god moment yes <laughs> right I, I it woke me up like yep they're gonna go to warrior the warriors bet against them all right going to denver yeah no bet against them Mm-mm. <laughs> like okay you, you won in sacramento congratulations you beat the kings they covered they, a gigantic number there they won every game on this damn road trip by double digits easy i mean they better tonight. they're going to they better this is one of those things with a young team you have a successful road trip that's a great successful road trip what they just did yeah. now they come home and they play utah who's coming <laughs> off a really bad loss you know, short favorite at Brooklyn because Kyrie yep. can't play in Brooklyn. You can watch the games, but he can't play. Again, it's a, it's a huge, to me, it's a huge measuring stick if Williams can handle Gobert. Can he Tonight. keep him off the glass? Right. He's got to keep him off the glass. If he can keep Gobert off the glass, it would be a big message to the league. First thought when you saw that number, it's five, 215. First thought. First th- my first gambling instincts take the dog. But no question. I've been, been, been doing it for two weeks. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. My first inclination is take the points. That's I, I but I, I'm not allowed anymore. I have to handcuff myself away from my phone that I can't bet it. I told myself right. I'm not betting against Boston for the rest of the regular season. In the postseason, I right. will, but I won't bet against right. them for, until we get to the playoffs. I'm not betting against Boston again. I've learned my lesson. I, I've lost, I think it's four straight bets against them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm getting my head kicked in <laughs> by fading my own team. Right. So I'm clearly not seeing this team properly. I'm clearly not watching Boston right. It's hard. But tonight, but tonight, I mean, <laughs> my, my inclination would be to bet against Boston tonight. I would now, too. Like, that's why I was like, if he says, if he says Celtics minus the points that I'm booking it, like it, this is, this nope. is a telltale sign for me going forward. How do they play tonight? What do they have for Gobert? What do they have, um, you know, for Mitchell, what, uh, this is this is a really good basketball game for both parties. This is, I mean, there's a lot of trash in the NBA tonight. There's a lot of bad basketball games. This is one I would definitely want to keep my eye on. So that takes us to the prop of the day, our betprep.com prop of the day. It's been ice. I mean, I think we've missed four in a row. Okay, yep. so if you're looking to fade something, this might be entering fade territory, and it does include the game we were just talking about—the Utah Jazz on the road at the Boston Celtics. 
Betprep.com prop of the day here on Bostonian versus the book is Donovan Mitchell over four and a half assists. DraftKings has us at minus 120. The numbers are this 17 of 20, 85% of the games. He's gone over five assists, averaging 6.05 per game. He has gotten over five, eight of the last 10 on the road. And in all five of his last five games after his team fails to cover, he has had five or more assists. In Donovan Mitchell's only game against Boston back in December, when they sucked, he had six assists. How do we feel about over four and a half assists for Donovan Mitchell tonight? Is he in passing mode after a bad loss? I mean, it would indicate so by based on the numbers you just said, but it would also indicate that he would not based on that we can't get one um, right here. <laughs> we can't, in, in we can't get one of these. <laughs> so I will continue to say I don't like it in hopes that it will. Uh, yeah, but that that, that jinx hasn't worked though. Your your reverse psychology has not worked. So just say every time think. I say I don't like it, I'm just trying to be. You said you didn't like it and missed last two times. Just FYI, it's Wednesday. Keep it going. Keep it You're two going. and zero. I don't like it. Yes, <laughs> I know. I don't like it. It's yeah. another over. You know, I like these yeah. things under. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of this one either. Let's put it that way. It scares me. I mean, just because I don't know if he goes hero ball, which is very possible. He averages 26 points per game. He averages 5.4 assists per game. Yeah. Mitchell over his, over his last five, three, six, five, eight, and six. So they lost to Brooklyn, 114, 106. Five, eight, and six. Okay. So in the loss, he had three. In the win over the Knicks, he had six. In the win over the Bulls, he had five. In the loss to Milwaukee, he had eight. In the win over Sacramento, he had six. It just to me, it just means how how much do you want to sweat this? Because you're going to be staring. I think he probably gets two in the first half, probably gets two in the second half, and you're probably sitting there waiting for one more Ugh. at some point in the fourth quarter. The number finishes. You- would you say the number finishes on three, four, five, or six? Pretty much, or yeah, every game for him. It's yeah, three, it's, four, five, or six. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every game. Yeah, that's his. That's his running. So you're going to be on that sweat right there. I mean, hell yeah, be three, and you'll be like, oh, I need two more. <laughs> yeah, or like you said, we're on four, and we're going to need it in the fourth quarter. And then is that an assist? Is it not? Yes. Okay. This he's not getting ten assists tonight. Well, he had 10 against Oklahoma City on the road back on the 6th of March. Oklahoma City's a terrible basketball Correct. team. Correct. And he had 10 against Houston. Horrible team. Another terrible basketball team. So against, the, I would say, quality. I mean, against Dallas, he had nine. It's a quality team. Against Milwaukee, he had eight quality team. In I don't a know, maybe I'm scoring changing. game. Yes, they're all higher scoring games. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Talking, talking about uh, Milwaukee so was 117. Like game? Total wise, it's 215 and a half, pretty much painted. There's a 216 yeah, two, at Fandle. Yeah, there's one 216. Um, I mean, I'm thinking under, but I, I always default to the under. You, like. you always default to the under, but Boston, let's let me look at this real quick. Celtics in big games at home. What if they, it's the game of the night in the NBA tonight. So, I mean, it's... You mean the Sixers and Lakers are not the game of the night? <laughs> <laughs> so, Boston right now, playing at home, 
They are under 500 on the season. They're 34, 38, and one to the over on the year. They are 16 and 20 to the over at home. And the, and the Jazz are 14, 20, and one. So I do lean under on this. 216, I would go under on, yep. on, on Utah, Boston. So if you're going under, less scoring opportunities. Last right. 10, by the way, for Utah, seven, two, and one to the under for Utah. Yeah. They're on an under run here. This has been an under, uh, under, under push over, under, over, and then five straight unders. So they've only gone over, you know, this has been a twice in their last 12. Yeah. They're not, this team's not scoring very much. And the totals have been right around where this total is. 229 to 229, 224, 213, 224, 232, 229 went over. Chicago 224 went over, but everything else 216 against Dallas went under even 228 and a half against San Antonio went under by 22 and a half points the, uh, against New York two games ago, 224 under by 23 points. So what I mean, so like, I mean, they're going under, under, under. Yeah, it's going way under. And, and I mean, a big part of Boston's success recently has been their defense they've been well they were that that was the thing though they changed their defense and then all of a sudden tatum went nuclear yeah and on this road trip he averaged 45 points a game yes so their defense was elite and then all of a sudden you had your leading score go crazy right and that's on and that's why that's how you win by by 20 every game (laughs) like you have one guy go for 45 and then your defense gives up 90 points a game and you rip them apart does that say? Does can you read the graphic right? Donna now? What, it says Donna 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 Michel Donna Michelle <laughs> Donna Michelle Donna Michelle. That's I, I mean I definitely like that under. I mean Farah. I mean, yeah, yo, I told you I can't spell, brother. <laughs> Just copy and paste it. I put it on the chat. Just copy and paste it off the chat. I googled it. I, I must have googled it wrong. <laughs> I want her assist under for sure. I read that. that just, I looked at the women's like, tournament. <laughs> That's great. The man. Donna Michelle. Oh. There we go. So now for the rest of the year, she, he's going to be Donna. Donna Michelle go over. Did Donna I, Michelle I, go well, over? I, 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 Googled, I Googled it and it suggested that. So whoever the hell Donna M- Michelle is. Let's go find out after the show. I just copy pasted it. Let's, let's get her on the show. Let's get a guest, a guest appearance with Donna Michelle. Make her picks. She'd be hit by his balls as our prop of the day would be hitting. So we want to follow her. Versus the books. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. Let's get into uh bet it or book it here. Four plays, all college basketball, Dave. Today? Today. You're looking at the college basketball card today? I can't. The NBA is too tough. NHL got, I mean, how do your Pittsburgh Penguins stay under by scoring five goals? How does that happen last night? Because Columbus doesn't do their part. It's brutal. Sucks. Just sucks. Goodness gracious. And then the Golden Knights, back-to-back Ooh. games, Ooh. no goals. Oh, they are I, in a franchise. They make the playoffs. That is, they are in the basement of basements. Mm. It's the worst Golden Knights team yet, ever. Not that long of a history. This is the worst version of the Golden Knights we've ever seen. It's it's I mean, they're beat up. They're beat up. Yes, they are very just, much so. You, you, I mean, like they're not. Just back-to-back shutouts. Three-nothing, four-nothing, seven-nothing. And Winnipeg scores 
four goals on them and they don't get anything. Zip, zero. Winnipeg gives up goals. Winnipeg gives up, I was going to say, yes, exactly. Winnipeg gives up goals. They didn't give up any against the Vegas Golden Knights in Horrible. a stretch run. Now, this is official. This is the stretch run for the playoffs. That's a back-to-back shutout? Yeah, Uh-oh. not good. So, only game, only, and then the, I don't know if you, what you saw the end of the Hawks and Knicks game last night, but holy mother of God, what were the Knicks doing? <laughs> I had the under under was trending, 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 trending. And then last two minutes just (laughs) threw up all over the court. (laughs) I gave you the playbook yesterday. I said, there's four NBA games, three favorites and a dog and and said, Orlando was the one I was worried about golden state covering Orlando ends up winning the game outright. outright. Somehow Atlanta covers that short number. Trey young gets 45. Um, Denver does what they're supposed to do. Denver Mm -hmm. still at home. We've got to keep an eye on them in the Western Conference. But I agree. There's a lot of trash games in the NBA today. But you're looking at these college basketball games, NIT. Um, yeah. What do we got? NIT, CBI Tournament Championship game from the Ocean yeah. Center in Daytona Beach. That's three games. You have a play on the basketball classic? You can't. You do? Ready to go? Best game of the night in college basketball is Wake Forest and AM. Tonight, winner goes to New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is generally a coin flip game. You have the best player, the ACC player of the year, plays for Wake Forest. Wake Forest lost to Boston College early, first round of the ACC tournament, pretty much ended their bid. But on normal years, this team is not in the NIT. This team is in the NCAA tournament. And I actually think the Wake Forest cares enough. They want to go to New York. They're on the road at AM. I'm going to take the better player and the points. Wake Forest plus three on the road at Texas A&M tonight, betting and or booking it. I'll book it. I'll give me the home team at this point. And again, it's a coin flip. There's no. I'm shocked. On coin flips, you take dogs. I do, but it ain't enough. Like you got three. That's a good number. And that number's is two and a half I mean, now. Exactly. You got the best number. So that's good. Um, and I don't think this thing will drop below two. You saw it last night, like Vandy covered and lost because they were getting over two. Yep. 100% taking threes probably. If you got to bet this game, I think you should probably (laughs) do that. But I give me the home team at this point. They're both. Is this one step away? Winner goes to Madison Square Garden? Yes. Final four. Trip on the line. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll book it. I'll take Texas A&M. I want the home team right now. So then you have to be on my side for the next game, which is BYU hosting Washington State. BYU laying three at home against Washington State here tonight. Washington State's had some decent victories here, but I think playing in Provo is hard. And when a power conference team goes into Provo, they get fired up. Even if it's the NIT, they get fired up. I think this number is too short. I like BYU minus three. Betting it or booking it. And meanwhile, it's two. It's pain and okay. two now. Everywhere. Wow. Okay. Good. And I'm good with it. I'm I'm definitely I'm betting this one with you. Yes. I want the home team. Um, we've talked about this in the past, how hard it is to win on the road yeah. in college basketball. BYU has a real home court advantage. I think this place will be super excited for this game. I agree. Yep. I think BYU is playing for a trip to New York City. I think they're playing for everybody. And again, not that Washington State isn't, but, but I'm okay with them having to go there and win. Mm. 
I'm good with it. I, I want the home team. So they beat Washington State beat Santa Clara by 13 at home. They beat SMU by 12 on the road, which is pretty impressive. Okay. That is but a good win. We watched BYU, or I, I bet BYU against Long Beach in the first round of this tournament. And they outscored Long Beach 52-20 in the second in the half. Second half, yeah. They, they, they boat raced them out of the out of the gym oh. in the second half to cover the 11 and a half point line. The second game against Northern Iowa, a team that I was very high on all year long at BYU, they beat them by 19. Five point home spread? favorites. Five. And they went by 19. Wow. So now they're three. And the money's coming in here on Washington State, driving it down to two. Pac-12 versus – They think I mean, it's like, the rebounding. What does Ken Palm have this game? Three? Um, last night it was three. Let me see if there's okay. any, any – That makes sense. I mean, if that's what the opening number was, that's probably what he had. That's why I oh. use it. Okay. On. I'm all right with it. I forget. I want to see now where Ken Baum is on this game because I forget. I had so many different games that I was looking at for BYU. Because uh, BYU to Ken Palm, BYU has a, had a pretty good, they're 43rd. They're right below Miami. Miami is 42 on Ken Palm. BYU Miami is 40. Florida? Yep. Uh, Ken Palm has it as a four point win over Washington State. Yeah, I'm good with it. I, I, I like BYU. That's a weird move, right? To go towards. Washington State. Listen, we've seen them bet against certain teams and 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 do this stuff. This is a night off for most people. You have four plays in college basketball. Yep. So, Next one. I, I don't know. Next one is this will be the most horrible game to watch of the entire night. This game is just like, oh my. Fresno State at home <laughs> against Youngstown State. I can't believe you have this game. Okay. You better so young have the St- dog. hundred percent. Fresno State, the total is 130. <laughs> right. Youngstown, Youngstown State at plus 13 and a half. Fresno yes. does not cover. They haven't covered at home for five games and they've lost outright at home as big favorites this season. Fresno offensively is one of the, they are 300th in the country offensively. <laughs> What? All Youngstown's got to do is just point favorites and they're 13 and a half point favorites. Yes. What? It, it is an absolute state. Tell me, please. For offense, they score 72 points per game. They're fine. But, I mean, it's not like outstanding, I mean, but it's not, it's not the point where I mean, how is this number? This number doesn't make any sense to me. None. 13 I mean, and a half. Is down, it's going down. It's yeah, it's definitely going to be going down. Anybody that's betting this game is only taking the dog. You yeah. cannot take the favorite in this game. Fresno scores 64.9 points per game, 300 in the country. Uh, Youngstown scores 71.6 points per game. That's 132nd in the country. It's the Youngstown uh, State Penguins, too, I believe. Yep. The Penguins, yep. They are 14 and 17 ATS. They've lost their last five ATS. I get that, but they're seven and six on the road ATS this season. Ooh, Youngstown State? Yep. Fresno oh, so they've is been pretty good on the road. Correct. And Fresno is three and seven ATS over their last 10 at home. They're only eight and seven. You did it again. Over. To yeah. Over. To. So at home, then their last game against Eastern Washington, they're laying 12 and a half. They won by nine game before that. You, they had a bunch of neutral site games, but they're against New Mexico. They laid 10. They only won by three 
Then against San Diego State at home, they were catching two and a half, lost by 17. Against UNLV, they were laying five and a half. They lost by three. Against Wyoming at home, they're laying four and a half. They lost by two. (laughs) So just saying, like, this team has not played well at home to get them freaking a 13 and a half point number. Give me the dog. Text a couple people about this. Say, like, guys, what are you doing with this number? This is wrong. I mean, how can this team be double-digit favorites, let alone to anybody and a half? To anybody yeah. is makes no sense. To I me. hate to say, man, is sometimes these. I mean, this looks easy. Like, the, I ain't gonna watch this game is singled out by itself. It's a seven o'clock Pacific start. Ten o'clock. It's a late game. Nobody, nobody, doing- no one but here is watching. No one but West Coast basketball betters <laughs> are watching it. That's it. Nobody in the East Coast is watching this game. This game is a horrible. Are you are you gonna watch any of this basketball game? Tell the truth. No, not one second. It's on ESPN plus. I mean, I'll probably on my phone. I'll flip it on to I'll, I'll, I'll right. I won't, I'll follow it. I won't watch it. Right. I'll see where the game's going. Okay. All right. Is Youngstown Young- state. I mean, it's, is, are they live? Like, could we, if, you if Youngstown state gets, if Youngstown state gets a lead, I will bet Fresno hundred percent. I'll come in and bet Fresno. I'll middle it. Right. If I get, if I get like Fresno plus two or something, something weird, <laughs> I'll hundred percent be, I'll bet Fresno. Even Fresno minus two. And plus Even for the minus and a half, yeah. you can just have a metal tremendous it. middle there. Huge middle. So that, that was my other oh. th- th- thought on it. Like, okay, let's take the dog and let's see if we all get right. off to a fast start. Youngstown goes up by five or 10 points or something. And all of a sudden it's like number crashes. Take Fresno. <laughs> they win the game by five points and just hit them both. Hey, so. definitely. I ain't letting you. I mean, I'll tackle you if you think about going to the window, betting Fresno in this game. I ain't letting you do it. You can't do it pre Live? I can't do it? That way. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no one could. No. No, no, no. I looked at the total and I, I went because I saw Fresno play UNLV here. That's the one game I went to this season. And it was an, I think the final score was like 52 50 or something. <laughs> I remember you tweeted <laughs> yeah, out that. It was the night. worst game I'd ever watched. It was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> And this game sucks. I was like, why am I watching this game? It was, it was, it was awful. It was the worst right. game I've seen in a long time. There was no offense. It was oh. boring. It's horrible. It was awful. Fresno is so bad to watch. I don't know how they get fans to go to their game because it's really unentertaining basketball. So give me plus 13 and a half. And finally, let's talk about MTSU and UNC Wilmington. This is your championship game in Daytona, Florida. MTSU this year is 26-7-1 against the spread. We're only bet them once. I should have bet them more this year. Yeah. But UNC Wilmington's 22 and 11. Both yep. these teams are hot, eight and two, and, and seven and three ATS. Both teams can win away from home. Five, one and one ATS for MTSU, 14 and seven for UNC Wilmington. But the level of competition, I think, for, for MTSU is better than what yep. has been played. For UNC Wilmington, I'm going to lay four and a half. We're betting or booking MTSU minus four and a half. So on the grid every night, uh, Gabe has been talking about this too, and we've been on Middle Tennessee State. I'm betting. I'm betting this with you. And mm. right now, as we're doing the show, the number is going against you. It's wow. four. Literally, just right now, huh? Move the okay. four everywhere. Three and a half at the Westgate. So we're three and a half. Middle, three and a half. Right now at the West. The whole game. point. Somebody yes. came in and put something down. Somebody on did something. Somebody yeah. did something. So now the books need MTSU. When you see I'm that good with it. like that, I'm good with it too. I think, I think we bet this. You're not jumping off that streak now. They've been yeah. so good against the spread winning games. 
MTSU. championship game. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, they've covered their last five, uh, all neutral, all last five neutral site games. They've covered them all for MTSU. So now is this a three game series or is this a one and done? I actually don't know. CBI, I believe, or no, the CIT, I think was a three game but, series. Yeah. I think we, they killed that. So didn't CBI they? Yeah. Hopefully it's just one game. This is it. Can't have all this basketball still going on. We're getting um, ready for the NBA. Hot. No, it's championship game. It's it's one saying game. game. Yeah, it's okay. not saying matchup. Please, it just is. It just says game. All right. Yeah, it's just a it's just a game. It's not a, that that was a bad idea. Creighton played in the finals of that against Oregon a bunch of years ago, in the two in the three game series. In the three game series, one of the worst. It was Dana Altman against Greg McDermott when when, when Coach Mac first started, and it was one of the worst calls I'd ever seen late game tie situation. Creighton was dribbling the ball out at Oregon. And you know how Oregon's court is all wacko with all the crap with the hate it. trees, I hate right? Court. It gives me a headache yeah. every time I watch a game. So Antoine Young, amazing talent point guard, left-handed kid is trying to, it's like, I think it's like, it's like 50 something, 50 It's tie game. 40. I think it was probably, I think 25 seconds left. Shot clock's off. Dribbling the ball, trying to go for the last shot. He didn't see he was backing up. He stepped on the half court line, went in and, and went back into the backcourt. And, and they and had a violation. That's it. Yep. Yep. Oregon turnover. Oregon got the ball. Oregon scores. Oregon. Oh, wins that's the game. terrible. Oh, it was terrible. Oh. It was absolutely absolutely terrible. It was all the court because you couldn't tell where the half court line was. I hate that court. So, yeah, the court's horrible. I, I would agree. So that's yeah, that, that's my one because they lost the game. They lost the game here. It was a two-one. They like played one in Omaha and then two in Oregon. They had Oregon had home court, and then they lost to Oregon here, and then lost that second game. And Oregon won mm. the best of two out of three in that in that in that tournament. So, yeah, here we go. Boy, uh, football just is dominating everything. Holy! Don't tell God. me somebody else signed. What are you looking at? Right. No, just, I just, just, I'm just, away. I'm like, please don't tell me somebody's. I'm just, people are just sending me, I'm just seeing, I'm just getting text messages from people and just going like people throwing out ideas or questions for us about oh. would you bet the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl right now? No, because their numbers are falling across the board. Yeah, they're, they're going to go higher. You don't have to bet the Chiefs. Don't, don't bet the We're, Chiefs right uh, now. Yeah, it's going up, 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 yeah. up, up. It's yeah. like you, yeah. you right now, you're going to get the longest odds on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl that you'd have in the last five years or four no years. No question. So, no like, question. Is there, is there value betting on the Chiefs right now? Yeah, there. I mean, there will be. Just what, what happens mean, if they, what happens if there's a big splash? This person's saying what was in the, this person's in Kansas City who's texted me saying there has to be another move, right? Can't it can't just be Juju? It's got to be another move, right? So the Chiefs. So like he's saying, like, do you jump in now? Because what happens if they go and land? You know, what oh. happens if DK Metcalf gets traded t- to the Chiefs? Oh. Like what happens, right? If oh if there's a replacement and they just reload the 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 wide receiver room, and it's just stupid because they take the because what what the person's saying is. They just got so much draft capital that they don't need from the Dolphins, right? They could turn it around and give it to a Seattle for DK Metcalf. Would you bet the Chiefs right now if DK Metcalf gets traded to the Chiefs? Ooh. You've got number you you have a number right now that's going to be moving fast. 
I mean, it, how much lower can it go? That's that. I mean, it's going to help, but they go back to being the the, the favorite in the AFC. Yes. They're not the favorite right now. Correct. That's what that's what the person's saying. Is it? That's a difference maker. Right. Put him in that offense with Mahomes throwing them the ball. Ah, oh, wow. It's an interesting question. Wow. That's why. That's why I got my attention on the text. I was like. All right, what? Because the Chiefs, do, the point he's making, which I will give him, give him credit for, the, the the text is, why the hell do we need draft capital? They're in win now mode. Like they don't need draft capital. Yeah, but so, we just said like you can be in both, can't you? I mean that you don't correct, have to but you could use those win now. You could then, take first round picks and you could flip it to Seattle for DK Metcalf, and now you've got an unbelievable weapon to replace. <laughs> <laughs> if Seattle's Hill. one of the most rabid fan bases in the NFL, but they're going to suck. We Russell all know they're going to suck. Yes, they're tanking. Now, we know now this. they're going to now they're going to ship DK Metcalf. How's anybody going to want to go to the games there? Well, I mean, they, they they're in one of the toughest divisions in football. They're going to lose a lot of games next year, and I think the fans know this. They're I think they're okay with this. They know in the NFL you can turn around pretty fast if you Quick. get your quarterback situation fixed and you use your draft picks properly and let's be frank i mean if you got you know two first round picks for dk metcalf or for i mean Tariq hill brings five a first a second a third and then two next year fourth fourth and sixth so then if you turned around and took your two first round picks if you gave your two first round picks this season if you're the chiefs to seattle for dk metcalf that get it done Man, I don't know. It does for me. That's. I mean, it, it. 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 I'm not hanging up the phone. Like I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm. I say. Serious. I say yes. Pretty fast on that. If if I get that offer, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's. Uh, I'm down. Let's go. Man, all that stuff we said about the Chiefs offense. Right. It all. It all goes away. So it's like, is it? Chief fans are making it. I think a chief. I think it's it's a smart call though, but by a chief fan to say. Hold on a second. We have weapons now. You have in your arsenal. You can go to war to make a trade for somebody pretty significant right now on With bad football teams. Impact. Yes. Have immediate, I mean, the other question would be that I that what comes to mind is Michael Thomas from the Saints, who has been disgruntled for a while, sat all of last year, but could be healthy. You'd get is him cheaper because. You, you you get him cheaper than Metcalf. You probably get him for just a first round pick, but you could go get him <laughs> and him on the chiefs would be sick. Cause he's not just a red zone threat or a home run. That's a, he's a do everything. He's a guy everyone's forgetting about. He's still a top 10 wide out in the game. I know you got, I know you got Jameis coming back and you want to try to compete, but let's be frank. The saints aren't really competing in that division. As long as Tom Brady's there. Right. So, Whoa. Build. Build for the future. I'm just saying, I think the read's right that it feels like the Chiefs got a move coming in the wake of this Tyreek Hill thing. I like the thinking. It's a great question. I mean, because I was going to, you know, I was thinking, all right, wait, because, you know, if I'm in a room, I got to, I got to move the Chiefs price up today. I, I mean, you know, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. They're weaker today than they were yesterday. Right. Okay. So, it's, I, I would adjust it up. If there's another move that they go get that guy, it's right back to where it was, if not lower. I mean, 
the AFC has become, I mean, what, what are they doing? All these NFC teams are just going here. You guys go battle it out. Only one of you can get here. I, I, that'd be an unbelievable move. Unbelievable. So just, there you go. Just keep in mind. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? So yesterday I told you about the car issues oh. and ended up dropping a car off, right? Are we good? They don't have the part. <sighs> so I had my car sitting there all day, 18 phone calls later, this and that, whatever. I go to do the shows tonight with Sports Grid and Sirius XM. And my wife texts me and says, I sent Kelsey to go get your car because they don't have the part. I already took care of the phone call this morning. The part will be there tomorrow. Good. So I don't have to go anywhere today. Good. The part will be there. My favorite thing about today is that I don't have to do anything <laughs> the rest of the day involving the car or any of that other stuff. You got that email and all this other crap. I'm going to replace all the belts, all the I, stuff. I will, that has I will say this, though. I will give them some credit. That actually is a pretty cool thing that that dealership does. Phenomenal. To walk, you, to walk you through your car, to show you what's going on, to what they're recommending, and then to send you the video and you have access to take that video and go shop it. I mean, yes. that's that's a pretty upfront dealership that's got to be pretty confident, one, in their pricing, and two, what they're telling you to do. So, 100%. That's, like, they, they've been very good in that regard, and that's a yeah. new upgraded thing. that They do that with very everybody. smart. Very smart. Yes. Transparency. Just like, yep. I mean, you know, we talked to Mo, we talked to Maddie yep. about transparency. They, that's what they're stressing with the lines and stuff. Right. Favorite thing about today is that they were very transparent. We got, we didn't have the part. The parts will all be there tomorrow. I'll have the car in tip top shape. 100% <laughs> for tomorrow. Summer, summer body ready. <laughs> well, there was no air. There's no air. There, there's, there's, oh. there's no air in the car. That's yeah. brutal. I had no air in the car. Oh, even now. I mean, it's okay I, right now. And we're no, from not, back east. It's I not can coming. live without air in the winter. Yeah, but not. Oh. Do you know what's coming this week? Oh. Have you seen the temps? Yeah, we're going to have our first 80 degree and first 90 degree days <laughs> this in week. the same week. <laughs> yep. In the same week. As Spring is over. We were, I was walking in Target with Madeline and uh, she said, she said to me, um, daddy, why don't we have spring? <laughs> I said, we don't have spring. We go winter to summer. There's no spring here. Like we just, we just skip over that. And she's like, but I really like spring. Spring's when flowers come and go, yeah, we just skip over that. We just go right to summertime. So like, we don't just, yeah, it's zero to summer, like no winter, winter to summer. But we don't have spring here. And it's obvious. I mean, it's today, it's going to be what, 70, it's going to be 73 degrees today. Yeah, perfect. Two days is going to be 83 degrees. And then yeah. this weekend, it's 93 degrees. So if you're coming cool. again, I tell you, I, we tell people the best weekend to come to Vegas is the second weekend of the tournament. And Mother Nature is confirming this by giving everybody the pool party that they want to have versus the windy, gusty, nasty, cold experience that people had. Ooh. Who are like, I'm going to the pool. I live in Michigan. I'm going to the pool. Damn it. It's 70 degrees. It's beautiful. And we're like, you're going where? It's 70 degrees. It's freezing. We're wearing our zip-up jackets. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it was so funny. We walked, we were at we were at our our gym and there's an indoor outdoor pool. And Maddie's learning how to swim. And so she's like, I want to go to the outdoor pool last night. I was like, All right, that's fine. 
we walked to, we walked out. She put her toe in the water and she's like, Oh no, we're going inside. <laughs> Turned right around. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you were born and raised here, kid. Like no polar plunge. By the way, the pool temperature was 70, was 78 degrees. So it wasn't like it was cold, oh. it was 78 degrees. And she oh. was like, mm-hmm. Inside, 95 degree temperature inside. We're going inside. Do you remember swimming Which, when you were a kid? There was no yes. heated pools outside. No, like I swear, ever, I never. I swear it was 60 degrees sometimes. That Always cold. And like then you get out cold. and die. You get out and low. Even when it was like 75 degrees. You get out and you want to die. It was so cold. Pond swimming. I don't know you ever swim in ponds. There's a couple of ponds. I didn't like that. Did you like I pond hated swimming? It. I, I hated And I did it one or two times. I was like, I ain't doing this. I don't ever. even like swimming in the ocean personally. Oh, I'm not I a big beach ocean. guy. I'm a huge oh, I pool guy. It. I love oh, pools. I do not like the ocean. ocean. I like oh. sitting by the ocean. I like eating dinner by the ocean. I like walking on the beach. I don't really like going in the ocean and swimming in the ocean. It's how, about a, how about a lake? You like to like jet ski and whatnot? Yeah, I, I love doing that on top of the water. It's just being in the water. I don't love being in lakes. I don't like, love being in ponds. Either or, I like being on top or around. Yeah, I like I'm water. With, I'm, I'm, I'm with Sarah Penn. I like, I like natural water. I like the ocean. Oh, yeah. the ocean, the, I'm a, the I'm a big salt ocean water guy. for me is I, 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 I'm at peace with the whole thing. The ultimate uh, dream would be to end up like I lived in Curacao okay. and I got in tune with that ocean. Now, granted, that's the clearest blue water you can have on planet Earth. That's like amazing. you can go and that's see. That's different. I, I, I've never seen, I've been to Hawaii. I've been to Florida. I've never been to the Caribbean. Oh. So that's, I need to go. Well, we're going to go. We're gonna, yeah. I mean, we just I may have changed. Rob. We're going to end up doing a show down at the, you know, let's, let's do it, man. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I, I thought that was like over like a, that was just like drunk talk. Well, what do you mean? Are we really, you really want to go down there and do a show in the 100%. Bahamas? hundred. He's going to, he, he can arrange the whole thing. Are you out of your mind? A hundred percent. We can make We're going to go to the Bahamas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They have sports books there. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They 100% have sports books there. we're going to do a lot of sports yes. books there. <laughs> Yes, we're definitely going to do this, but you'll see that water and it will, it will change your percent. Like I used to go swim every day. That was Hawaii changed my, when I was, I've been to Hawaii twice and that changed my perception. I, I I definitely loved because it's like bath water. It ain't the Atlantic ocean, Atlantic ocean, which we, it ain't nothing. I mean, like the Atlantic ocean is different. And the, and the sand is totally different for for us. It's like, it's like tiny little rocks. It's horrific. Oh. I mean, I oftentimes like I, I loved showing Maddie this and like we were sitting, we weren't near Plymouth Rock, but we were down on the south shore of Ball in, in, in Massachusetts and we were going in on Cape Cod too. I'm, I'm always like pointing it out as to like people actually like came from that, like that direction for like months and months came from that direction and came here. And the first thing they saw was like this rocky beach and they were like, this is great. And I, and I see it. I'm like, this is hell. <laughs> I would yeah, never no. in a million years want to be no. on this beach. It's no. awful. But like, Seaweed but everywhere. Farrah knows he was out in LA and California, like Newport beach is, is heaven on earth. No, yeah, it's dude, not I, to I, me. I, nope. I lived, I lived on the, I lived on the beach, man. For like yeah, five, I can't do five, it. Five uh-uh. years. But, but I also uh-uh. lived on like the boardwalk in Venice, which is just, you know, it comes with oh. a, gra- a grain of salt, no pun intended. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. That's all. That'd be fun. Place, yeah. That is like a place. I can't believe. I mean, it's, 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 the, ex- it's the exact same thing as Fremont Street, but it's on the beach, Pretty much. you know, on yeah. the ocean, right? And, 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 and there's no cops. It's just nobody cares. It's not regulated. <laughs> it's, it's bonkers. Fremont Street's no cops either, but yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's very, very true. Very, very uh-huh. true. So, all right. Yeah, so they, I, I like the Caribbean you know, idea. That sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I, I am in on the Caribbean. Bahamas go down there and do a show. They have the internet down there. So, yes. I'm in. All right, all right, guys. We are back. Thing? Oh, what's my favorite thing? My favorite thing of today is the fact that we talk football for 45 minutes today, and I knew we would because it's March. It's Wednesday. There's no real basketball. Nope. And we get to literally live 365 the NFL. It is so fun. I, I I have had like we never stop. Like for a long time in this business, these are the months where we would suffer as talk shows. Like you would just you would manufacture topics. Like you would have to right. figure out like what the am I gonna talk about today? Like right. No one cares about the CBI. No one cares about the NIT. The NCAA tournament's tomorrow. So I guess you could talk about the games tomorrow, but really the heat for those games is tomorrow morning, not this morning. Right. right. And the NFL, this is a gift just keeps on giving, man. Just, I came out of my physical today and like, <laughs> there you go. Like, here you go. I was, it was like, have you ever had, by the way, have you ever had one of those like 360 scan things for not physicals? One of, the, one of the few things I probably have not done. They did some stuff to me in the hospital which yeah. I think I did have one of those or something, but no, I, not that I was paying any attention to. I never had had, I, I never had done that before, but it, like it, it, it showed me also it's like funny things of like where, where my weight distribution is. And like, I don't know. Did it was, you like it, it, it was, or no? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more heavy on my left heel than anything else. How I, when I'm standing upright, oh. I put 36% of my weight on my left heel. Which okay. kind of, I guess you know, for golf, it's kind of a nice, nice little thing to know that I'm heavy on that side. So when you're shifting your weight to kind of come through, got to make sure you're getting back to your left side. So I kind of, I kind of like that, but I got a better to book it before we go. All right. What's Sixers it? minus seven and a half. I'm taking a Lakers at home. It was on the rundown. I skipped over it. Cause I, I think the game is really boring. It is. But what are you doing? I'll give you, I, I I'm, I'm taking the Lakers plus the points betting it or booking it. Yeah, it's seven and a half. It's too many points. It's too many points. I mean, I think the Lakers turned a corner. I think they figured something out. So if LeBron plays like this. What? I don't know about that. What'd they figure out? That LeBron needs to go back to Cleveland because that's where he was excited to play? No, they've covered like three games in a row. They did. They beat, Tor- they beat Toronto too. Um, outright. I mean, overtime. I, but outright. I, I, just know, I just know between SoCal DJ and a couple other people that you know, listen to the show, follow the show and stuff. They're probably curious. Are the Lakers a fade? How about our guy in Hawaii tweeting at us about watching the show and and liking the show at 7 a.m. out on the big island in Hawaii? He watches us every day. Very cool. Yeah. You know, it's so strange is that we, I I know now I know we have listeners in Hawaii and listeners in London. So now we've got, yeah, seven hours in here. So 10 hour differences. There's a couple of guys who watch the show every day who are in London. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Who who right. who like like betting on American sports because they're seven hours. So like for our show, it's right in the afternoon. Like we go on there at 10 o'clock and it's right there in the afternoon so for them. Three o'clock, four o'clock. Yeah. Four so o'clock, it's perfect right? for them to get out of work yeah. and go and start, start listening to us and watching us. Right. Global. The internet is global. Worldwide. BVB. Guys, do us a favor. If you're on Instagram or TikTok, please go at Bet Props. We are now live doing a prop of the day. You can watch BVB. Our guy, Eric Garcia, has started these things called BVB Shorts, 
which is pretty cool. <laughs> Little clips. He told me last night, Dave, I didn't even tell you this before I tell you, you'll learn this. He's going to start doing a Friday rewind where he's going to take some of the highlights of the week and putting it together. So Can't there'll be wait. A, there'll be a Friday rewind for us uh, oh, on fantastic. E. I love it on Instagram and on TikTok. So at bet props. Okay. For Instagram and TikTok at bet props. Hopefully you've already subscribed to the YouTube channel as well, which is here props for YouTube. Do that as well. He is Dave. I am Matt. We are back tomorrow. NCAA tournament, sweet 16 breakdown of all four games tomorrow on the Bostonian versus the book.